We started practicing before the, the tour and getting ready to like play shows and like going over the old songs, kind of just trying to see um, how our memories are, where one of us will, so we'll be down there and we'll just call out a song. Like, how about that one? And we'll try it. And, and it's, it's amazing to me how quickly they're all coming back to the fingers and the words. Hey guys, James Wilson-Taylor here for Rock Sound with the latest of our video calls. Now, Brian Fallon is currently in the midst of his UK tour. I'm delighted to say he joins us on the line right now. How are you, Brian? I'm well. How are you? Not too bad, man. Not too bad. Nice to see you. Welcome back to the UK, we should say. This is very, very exciting. And it must be uh, really nice to be back over here, man. Finally, after all this time, being able to play some shows again. Yeah, long time, right? Almost three years. So, so crazy. How's it been for you actually getting back into to live? It's funny, some musicians I've spoken to, it's like, needed a minute to dust away those cobwebs. Have you hit the ground running or did it take a second? Uh, yeah, we had a US run before this. So we had kind of time to practice. And then uh, we got over here and it was kind of, we were we, we knew what we were doing. We knew how to kind of handle it. And, and then we, we started going. Yeah, it must be nice in general to actually get back on the stage because, of course, last time we kind of spoke, you know, it was a uh, kind of top of twenty twenty when you were back over here in the UK, and uh, you know, obviously you had a you had a new record to plug, but like so many other artists, that it all got curtailed because of what happened in the world. It must be kind of nice and strange in equal measure to be able to go out there and play these. I guess we can still call them new songs, but be able to give some of these things kind of live debuts for people, uh, even though it's been out a while. That's got to be kind of a, an interesting experience. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, you didn't expect anything. When we last spoke, I mean, at the, it, we, we had no idea that any of that was going to happen. It was very soon before, I think, wasn't it? In the end of yeah. January? Oh, God, yeah. It was like right at the top of 2020. I yeah. Mean, so, so wild. Yeah, it was really weird. And then and then all of a sudden, just no, <laughs> no touring at all. Cut off in your prime, man, but nice <laughs> to see you back in there. Um, well, I mean, you've been keeping busy, of course, before we talk about the band stuff and everything, which, of course, is very, very exciting for later in the year. <laughs> I did want to mention as well, you know, the last thing we heard from you on your own there, um, a holiday record, which I yeah. really, really, I love when people do this. It seems weird to talk about in the, you know, we're coming into June now when we're recording this, but <laughs> it's really, really nice. I love it when artists try that because every single one sounds incredibly different, even if it's songs you've heard a million times. So what was your approach going into doing something seasonal like that and, and playing with a lot of kind of really classic songs that people know. Well, it'd been something I was thinking about for a long time. And then I just had the time really is what would happen is uh, I had nothing but time in the, in the front. So, um, it, you know, I was just able to do it at home and, and I was able to like record it in, in, at my own time and kind of experiment a little bit. So it was fun to do. It was something I always wanted to do. And then you know, it's the music that my mom used to play around the house, so she would sing it when I was a kid. So you know, I got to kind of do it, and then I had her involved in it, so it was cool. Um, and it, it, you know, it's a it's a weird thing because like most albums you do, they sort of like they come out and then they go away. But this like every year it kind of comes back. So <laughs> yeah, you could keep adding to it. If you, I mean, is that something you want to revisit? I do notice that as well. So many artists they do the one, and it's like, oh, I've got to keep doing some more kind of festive uh, stuff when it comes in. <laughs> I don't know if I'll, I don't know if I'll add to it. Volume two, you mean? <laughs> hey, maybe. Who knows? Get those bonus tracks coming, man. Every December, yeah. we're loving that. <laughs> That's the way content. forward. Yeah, exactly. Get that content. Bring it all in. Um, and on that note, actually, again, because like I said, you did manage to keep yourself busy during yeah. you know this downtime with everyone, which everyone had to kind of find their own ways. But I saw for yourself, you know, it was that interesting thing doing a lot of these kind of almost straight to camera performances at home. I know you did Fifty Nine Sound and Full, and you did yeah. some other bits as well. How did you find that experience? Because it has to be 
I mean, again, like anything that anyone was doing during that time, it's a surreal experience. You know, I guess you have yeah. to find that energy where you'd normally get it from a crowd in a way. Yeah, it was weird because there's no reaction immediately. But um, I had the, the, I got very used to like the chats and stuff. So you could see like the comments and I would sort of follow that as like encouragement. And then I would like answer questions that I would see or, or like kind of, you know, I would follow like what people were saying online and then and then like do some of the songs that I'd see them do. So there was an interaction, but at first it was a learning curve. But I, I felt like definitely once you trust that there are people on the other end of the screen that you just can't see, uh, then it, it became kind of like it kind of cool that you you know you felt like you were doing something at least. Yeah, new ways of reaching the fans in this this crazy modern world we're in. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, well, then I mean, of course, then the other big announcement that has happened. I mean, let's get into it. The gaslight anthem are back. That is incredibly yeah. exciting news. Just full stop right there. Let's get that out of the way. But um, <laughs> I guess the first and very obvious question would be why now you know what prompted the decision been away a little while obviously done the gigs in the middle there as well but what prompted this decision to go well you know what now is the time is right for this bigger return i don't think that there was like a specific time to say like now is the right time but i think that what happened was you know you just start to think about it we always said if there was a like an idea or new new ideas for songs then um we would do it if there was an excitement about it so probably being home for so long and then considering the fact that you know like are we ever going to be able to play live again is it is this is this done or you know especially like in the beginning when no one knew what was happening and we were just like uh oh um and then it really took a lot away from from us i think as as musicians is what we do and taking the touring away we sort of you know emotionally we're like well we need something and i was just sitting around kind of thinking about it and reading a lot of like rock biographies. And I saw, you know, I, I had read uh, Scar Tissue for the first time, the Red Hot Chili Peppers one. And um, I noticed, and, and like John came back to the Chili Peppers. And then like Dave Grohl did a big piece with Taylor, you know, in, in Rolling Stone. And, and I had read that and I, I started to really miss like, I think being so isolated, I missed the dynamic of like a band. And and then and then I kind of said to myself, well, you know, you've got this band that, you know, is a big band and you could just do it. You just could do it and that's it. You don't have to do anything else. You just do it and it's automatically going to be awesome. Like even if you didn't do anything new, it would just be awesome. But if you did do something new, then it's even more awesome. And I just started to like warm up to the idea, but I think I kept it like to myself, I don't even think I told my wife for about 14 months. I was just thinking about it in my head. <laughs> just just mulling it over a little bit. Yeah, God, like, if only there was a way I could be in an awesome rock band again. Yeah, like, can I do this? Can I just like, can I just call everybody and be like, this is it? <laughs> I mean, was it was it genuinely that simple? I mean, again, like we say, you know, it's not like it's been a complete gap. You've done the shows and stuff. But in terms yeah. of this full-time band thing, was that something that everyone was immediately like, yep, we're all on the same page here? Did it take a little bit of cajoling? Uh, no, not really. Like, I mean, it took a little bit of, like, thinking, like, you know, there were there were definitely, like, things that we were like, well, when did this function, right? And then, you know, because at the end, it was very stressful. And it wasn't really because of the band. It was just sort of, like, a culmination of how the it just went boom so quick and we didn't really like take the steps in the middle to like protect ourselves from like just the stress of it um and but not to say that it's like it's not stress like you know somebody would have working in an, in, a, in, a, in a hospital but it, it you know it's its own kind of thing 
And uh, I think that, you know, we had like a, I definitely made like, these are the things that I need to go back to this point. And then I need these new things to, to be this way. And, and we had like a real, just talk just between the, 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 the four of us. And we're just like, you know, not with like managers or anything like that. And just said, okay, can we do this? And everybody was just like, yeah, that's, that's when it worked, you know? And so we sort of went back to like, when it was great, it was like this, can we do that again? And then when this comes up, we'll just say no. And then everybody was like, yeah, that's, that's good. And that was, so that was it. It was really just a quick, it wasn't that hard. Yeah, I mean, it's funny you say, of course, yeah, you know, you know, everything's relative in terms of the, the jobs, you know, that we're all lucky enough to do and have in this industry. But you're absolutely right. That stress is no joke. And uh, it's yeah. funny. It reminds me, I just, I've just been watching um, uh, MyCam, obviously, doing the tour where they've just come back and it's been over in the UK. I just saw them say on stage, you know, that, you know this is maybe the first time we've had proper fun together. And I feel like, especially <laughs> when bands go away for a minute, that's not to be underestimated. The fun sure. has to be there. Otherwise, you know that's that's what's going to spur it on but it's interesting you say as well that about uh the idea of new music was that always central to this plan was it always like if we're gonna come back we've got to do some writing with it yeah for me it was the biggest thing because i didn't you know we did the 59 sound shows and i sort of did that so that the fans were like it wasn't like an because before it was an abrupt ending and and no one knew it and no one expected it we didn't even expect it and I felt like people got shortchanged a little bit where they didn't have the chance to come and see it. And then when the 59 sound thing came, I said, okay, well, this will give people the chance. But like when we got off the stage, the last show, I really thought that that was it. I, I didn't think, I thought, I was like, well, I guess I'm never playing that song again. And then, you know, I don't know. I, I said to myself, I can't, I can't just do the records. I can't do the anniversary thing or do it. I got to move the thing forward. If it's going to live, it's got to live and it's got to go forward as well as be part of the past as well. Not like, you know, not ignoring the past in any way, but, but it has to, you have to add on or else, or else maybe best to leave it. And, um, and so that was, that was the, one of the biggest hurdles. Cause really the, the question is when you've got a successful thing that works, how do I add on to that? You know, and, and, and what do I have that I feel worth adding on to that? That's the big thing. Yeah, it's an exciting, but I guess also maybe a bit of a daunting task when you've been away from a project that long and then to suddenly come back to it. How has that, I mean, I don't know how much you want to give away, but how has that writing kind of manifested itself so far? Was it was it an easy transition back into that sort of world and that type of songwriting? How's it developed for you? Um, well, yeah, like, I mean, it started out, like, it was just basically, like, I actually said to myself, like, I was going to write, I was like, if I can write, you know, a couple songs and, uh, that I feel like are good, then I'll call the guys. And so I made like a deal with myself before I even told anybody. So just to see if I could get back in that headspace. And, you know, and I found that really, it wasn't so much of a problem as just being excited. And as long as I'm, and I feel like that's the thing with this band is that as long as we're excited, it just works. And it's not about like, like pressure is over here and that always is gonna be there. And you can't, it's sort of like a static that you just have to ignore. And, and, and you have to accept that it's always gonna be there, the pressure and everything. But the excitement, I think, triumphs all that stuff. And, it, and and if you can stay excited, that's the true secret to, I think, making it fun. Yeah, absolutely, man. Is there anything you picked up from, I mean, obviously in the, in the interim years, the stuff you've been doing on your own, it's been very different in style a lot of the time from what you used to do in the band and also playing with lots of different kind of styles and genres, really, mm -hmm. and, you know, and, and, and kind of really uh, pushing yourself in different directions. 
Is there anything you've kind of taken away from lessons learned from doing that stuff on your own that's kind of surprised you now you've gone back into the band stuff? Anything you can kind of bring in from that other world of your songwriting while you, you flex this kind of very different muscle with the band? Sure. I mean, I think that, you know, I learned how to do things uh, in a completely different way. But also, too, I feel like it, it was there was a lot of stuff that was different, but a lot of stuff that was the same, too, because like some of the there was always like those elements in like, you know, uh, like blue jeans and white t-shirts or here's looking at you kid or those kind of songs where we, we always had sort of that thing. And, and I think that it's just part of like my songwriting. So it, it, you know, it's just, which one goes to the front, you know, like does the louder stuff go to the front or does the quieter stuff go to the front? But I think that the, the, the actual core of writing the songs is not, it's not that different when it comes down to it. I think you just have to kind of, I don't know. Like I, I would say that the, like the window dressing is different. You know what I mean? So it's not that much of a, a difference. It's just, it's subtle things that make the whole, you know? And I also think that a lot of it is the people playing on it. Yeah. That's fair as well. The window yeah, dressing is so, a good turn of phrase. I like that a lot. That's yeah. a good descriptor. Like having them play, it's going to automatically sound like the Gaslight Anthem, you know? Yeah, that's always going to be together. And Alex on the guitar and Alex on the bass, it's going to that, and then, you know, and, and Ian and playing, it's going to, it's going to sound like us. Yeah, you bring the pieces back together, it's going to work yeah. as a whole. Absolutely, man, absolutely. Um, again, I don't know how much you want to give away, but what stage are we kind of at with this? How much, how much have you guys been playing with? What, what kind of, what can you tell us about uh, what's <laughs> going to be forthcoming? Well, we've been, I mean, we've been practicing, like we started practicing before the, the tour and getting ready to like play shows and like going over the old songs, kind of just trying to see um, how our memories are, where one of us will, so we'll be down there and we'll just call out a song, like, how about that one? And we'll try it. And, and it's, it's amazing to me how quickly they're all coming back to the fingers and the words, like you don't really forget it's, and, and, but if you asked me prior to that, I would have told you, I, I, I have no idea how that song goes. But you just do it once you do it. And um, and then the, the songwriting, what we're trying to do is really trying to write, you know, a lot of songs, like 40 songs, and, and which is difficult. It's not easy to write 40 songs um, so that we can pick the, you know, the 11 or 12 that we think are the best. Because you really, I think we have to come out with with something that is quality. You can't, you know, there's an expectation you, and, and in order to do that, quality usually comes from quantity filtered down. Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it, man. How yeah. how far into the 40 are you now? Can you tell us? Right. <laughs> how in deep are we? No, not far enough. Like, <laughs> but we got time. We got time off. So it's good. Absolutely. You've got more than enough time, man. We're yeah. in no rush now. It's exciting. It's all good. Um, something else I wanted to mention as well, you know, obviously when the, these kind of rumors were, were coming out and you guys were teasing things, whatever, a lot of people thought it was going to be an anniversary thing because of course yeah. we're 15 years of sink or swim. Um, and it's funny you talk about what stayed the same because that's the question I always love to ask around album anniversaries is what kind of did stay the same? We can see what changed with the Gaslight Anthem. We can see what changed with your own career. But is there anything you learned making sink or swim that still applies to how you work today? Oh, yeah, I think that the, the, the having like the fun and the thing that like like having fun playing. But the one thing that I think is crucial to the Gaslight Anthem is the songs have always been uh, like we and and it, it, even when they're I, they're always I and someone else. It's always we and us. And, it, and like that's the big thing is like the band has always kind of been, you know, whether it's the four of us or a relationship person or the audience, there's always an us. And I think the band is very like inclusive 
and, and that that is something that I remember with Sink or Swim writing and thinking, you know, I remember when I wrote that song, We Came to Dance, I was definitely thinking about New Brunswick and um, the, the, the Court Tavern and Maxwell's. And I was like, what are we doing? Like, who are we? And what is our little tiny, you know, corner of the world? What is that? And, and that's where I came up with, well, we are the last of the Duke Pucks Romeos, you know, that, and then it kind of became like a thing, which I didn't really intend it to be. But, um, you know, that it, the we, I think it's, that's the thing. And, then, and I, I will tell you that the thing that excites me the most is, is the, the, the audience and the feedback that you get from them. And, and I'm excited to show people the, the new songs and everything. I'm just excited for them to see them and, and, and receive them. Man, it's so glad to see you in such a happy, good place with this, man. Yeah. Especially when the fans are all so excited as well. It's going to be a really, really cool time later in the year. Uh, last question before I leave you, Brian. You know, obviously, like we say, you're out there on a solo tour at the minute. So moving forward, I know you're in Gaslight Anthem mode just past this. Yeah. But are you thinking now that the band is back full time, are you still going to be dedicating some time to try these other things, these other side projects for yourself? Or are you in full band mode at the minute? You know, I'm a, I kind of can... I can only do, I feel like I can only devote myself to one thing at a time, really. And, you know, a lot of the stuff with the band uh, that I, I would, if there's something that I wanted to do, um, I mean, I can't say forever, you know, but I, I, for right now, I think that, you know, devoting myself like 100% to the band is the way, it, it, that, that's, that's how the best material is going to come. And I think dividing myself a little bit, it, it might... I don't know. I, I, I don't think that, I don't feel that way for the other, if the other guys were like, they have a side project, but for me as like the primary like song guy, like I need to be like, I feel like Dave Grohl can't be in another band at the same time, you know, like, or not songwriting, but like, you know, you know what I'm trying to say? Like you got to focus your energy at, at the, and do the best that you can for the one thing. So I think that's where my head's at right now. And also too, I do feel like if, if I wanted to make a record like Local Honey or something like that with Gaslight Anthem, I feel like maybe we could, We're. I think we're at the stage now where we probably could make like a, like a, a side record that was like, you know, the, the whatever sessions or something and like, you know, like make it like good. You know, I like, I think uh, like Kurt Vile just did this record called a uh, smoke ring for my halo. And it's like a more mellow record, but like, I think bands do that all the time. You could totally do that. Yeah, there's no Alex reason. Chains, they did that Jar of Flies record, you know, totally. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's nice to be able to mix those things up. I don't know, just, yeah. just made me think, I don't know if you're a Parks and Rec fan, but it just made me think of Ron Swanson there. Don't half-ass two things, whole-ass one thing. That's uh, a good attitude. Exactly. I am a Parks and Rec. That should be on a shirt. <laughs> there, oh, man, there you go. There's the new merch. There's the new uh, merch. The merch. <laughs> That's going to work well. Oh, um, That's truly my, my viewpoint, is just one thing, put all your heart into it, and then just, you know, and then... Any idea you have, just make it work for the one thing. Yeah, and no, it's such a good way to be, man. And I'm so glad yeah. to see that you guys are enjoying it and really putting that all that energy into this. It's going to be really, really exciting to have you guys back. Enjoy the show tonight, man. Uh, yeah. Lovely to have you back over here in the UK. And like I say, we will see you over here later this year. Right? All the best until then. Thank you very much. Great to chat to you. All right, Brian. Everybody. You too.